What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered. This is actually our season one finale of Unfiltered. So this is episode number 40, you guys. If you think about it, I didn't even launch the podcast a year ago. It was about 10 months ago, and there's 52 weeks in a year. So episode 40, that is pretty much, other than that month I took off, pretty much an episode every single week almost (laughs) for about the past 10 months. And I just want to say thank you guys so much, especially to all of the regular listeners that have been supporting for a while now. And of course, welcome to any new listeners. So this is our season one finale, you guys, and welcome (laughs) tonight. I'm coming to you 7 p.m. I'm drinking a White Claw. It snowed today for the first time in all of December. The Vlogmas energy is here. The holiday spirit is inside of me. (laughs) And I am so happy to have you guys here. Now, I was thinking about what I wanted to do for this episode. And I had a lot of ideas. (laughs) And I kind of narrowed it down to this idea of, okay, it's my last episode for 2020. In a year like 2020, I want to talk about what I have learned this year, my highlights and my lowlights, and just kind of overall reflecting on the year. I like to do that. I'm a very nostalgic person and it is fun and interesting to go back in your own life and look back on certain years and good things and bad things about certain years. And so today I asked you guys on Instagram story on the podcast Instagram. Shout out to all of you guys that follow over there. And you guys got to vote in the poll and decide for this episode if it was going to be 20 things that I learned in 2020 or my ultimate bops and flops of 2020. Now, for some reason, I thought that ultimate bops and flops of 2020 was going to win the poll, but I was wrong. The poll was pretty close. I think it's like 45 to 55, but most of you guys actually vote or more of you guys voted on 20 things I learned in the year of 2020. So it took me actually quite a while to think of them. After I got to like 10 or 11, I was like, hmm, 20 things is a lot. But I did really come up with some good ones that I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today. Like I was mentioning, this is our season finale for season one. And I am going to take about a month off, which I've been mentioning to you guys. But I just wanted to let you know that as of now, I'm planning on coming back about the week of January 18th which should be a Monday. So that is when Unfiltered Season 2 should be launching if everything goes well. That week is what I'm planning on. So it's really only going to be about a month off for the holidays and then coming home and getting re-inspired. So I hope you guys will be excited for Season 2. I'm really trying to do like a little bit of a relaunch. I want to redo the cover art for the podcast. And I actually kind of want to have you guys' input on that. So stay tuned on the podcast Instagram because I'm probably going to be asking you guys and polling you guys with a lot of different things so we can just make season two better and bigger. So I'm really excited. I'm going to do like not necessarily a full rebrand, but I'm definitely going to get some new stuff made for before season two. And I'm just so excited, you guys. Thank you again for just making this year the year that my podcast launched. Just so exciting and rewarding for me, you guys. So I wanted to start off the episode by doing our final reviewer of the week. Our reviewer of the week this week is Annabelle. And she says, Hi, my name's Annabelle, and I've been watching you on YouTube ever since I can remember. I recently got super into podcasts because listening to them at work helps time to pass by faster. And girl, this podcast is it. I literally feel like I'm FaceTiming you, just having a whole convo, spilling all the tea, and having girl talk. 
This podcast genuinely makes me feel like we are best friends and I love it so much. Just wanted to say thank you so much for this podcast and I appreciate you for being able to talk about real life topics and giving advice to people who need it. Thank you for being you. So shout out to Annabelle. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave that review. You are our final reviewer of the week of season one. And now let's go ahead and get into our bops and flops of the week, you guys. A, 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 A. Still don't have an updated sound effect for this. Really embarrassing. I haven't found one yet, but I promise you guys, I'm going to have all these little things worked out by the relaunch of season two, okay? We are, like I said, we are upgrading our lifestyles in season two. <laughs> Starting off with my flops of the past week. My first one is I have noticeably been procrastinating little things more than usual lately and just kind of overall not giving my full potential at everything that I'm doing, which, you know, my flops are always like areas to improve. So it's not like just shitting on myself all the time. Like you're so bad at this, Lindsay. This is so horrible. It's just more like areas that I'm recognizing that I would like to improve on. So yeah, that's basically it. I have been procrastinating just a lot of different things and doing things later than I usually was doing them in the past. And there has, of course, been a lot going on lately with the holiday season and just getting everything in order and it's vlogmas. So that means a lot more working and editing. Overall, I do think that I could be doing more and kind of giving more of my full potential. So that's something that going into this week, I really want to try focusing on just little bit, getting a little bit more productive and trying not to procrastinate things because that's something that I've done since I was young. I've always like, especially with my schoolwork and all throughout, like growing up in teenagehood, just procrastinate literally every little thing. And I've gotten a little bit better at it since I've gotten older and I've gotten better at it since I'm not in school anymore. Um, but I do find myself still procrastinating things like doing my dishes and doing all the laundry that I need to put away in my room and, you know, not recording my podcast until Sunday when I used to record it on Wednesdays. And it's like, Lindsay, let's just reevaluate and plan. Honestly, a thing about procrastinating for me is just, it's about planning it into your day and planning it into your schedule. So then you're not like, oh my gosh, I only have this last minute time to do it. So that's honestly going to have to be a New Year's resolution big time for me. My next one is a little bit of a smaller flop. It's really not that big of a deal, but just delays with holiday shipping right now. I feel like they're really noticeable and really bad. I mean, there's things that I ordered back in November that have not even arrived yet. And it's like about to be December 14th. And, you know, I'm just glad that this year I do feel like I've ordered things in time for everything to at least get to me, hopefully, before I go home for Christmas and things like that, and hopefully get all my friends gifts here in time. But I was ordering pretty early this year. Like I said, I got most of my stuff around, like it was still November or very early December. And I'm just saying, if you guys haven't ordered everything and you're trying to order some things online, this is a little reminder, like, hey, you might not have enough time to get it in time for Christmas, or you might have to do like express shipping. And of course, all that stuff is out of our hands. And I'm so freaking grateful to the people that make like this all happen and get us our packages because I have really no 
I don't have, I'm not in charge of that at all. And I mean, those people do so much during the holiday season. So shout out to all of them, but a little PSA, you guys, I feel like there's more delays than usual with a lot of brands and COVID and things like that this time of year. So that's just like a slight flop. Nothing, nothing major, you guys. Now moving on to my bops of the past week. My first one is that it snowed today for the first time. And honestly, I was in the best freaking mood. It only snowed for like maybe an hour and a half. Like honestly, it could have been an hour, but it was so beautiful. I had all my windows open. I kept like going out onto my balcony and trying to vlog it, even though my camera really doesn't pick up on snow very well. That's something that I've realized. I'm a Southern belle, so I didn't get much snow growing up. So to this day, like since I moved to Boise, I get so excited about the snow because this is really the first place I've ever lived that it actually snows kind of regularly, but it doesn't even actually snow that much here. That's like another misconception that people have about at least Boise because Idaho, like, yes, it does. In a lot of places in Idaho, it does snow a lot more, but in Boise, people think, oh my God, it's so cold. It's so cold. Like people always ask me like, you live in Idaho. Isn't it just fucking freezing all the time? I'm like, yeah, like it's cold, but it's not like I live in, you know, like my brother lives in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and it is like in the negative temperatures there every single morning. It could be a lot worse. (laughs) It's actually not as cold as people think it is. And it really, where I live, it honestly only probably snows around like five, maybe, maybe 10 times in the whole winter season. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but since I've moved here, at least it has not actually been that bad, but I do get really excited about the snow. And today I woke up and it was just snowing and it really just made me so happy. So that's, you know, guys, it's the little things in life. I know some people like hate snow. Some people don't get excited about snow, but you can't deny, I feel like you can't deny just how peaceful it is. If you're just kind of like, inside watching the snow fall out of your window. I mean, especially with the Christmas tree going this time of year, it's just like, that's what I needed today. Okay, next bop is time with my partner. So my boyfriend and I weren't really able to see each other very much the past few weeks. Um, He had a lot going on. I had a lot going on with Vlogmas. He's a busy man. He works a lot. And this past week, we've kind of gotten to like reunite and spend a lot of good time together. And he slept over like three times this week. And I just have been feeling really, really fulfilled. And I know, I mean, I know it might be cheesy and everything, but I'm just like so freaking in love. (laughs) I don't know if I've like shared that on the podcast, but like um, I am very in love. The whole thing has been very unexpected this year. And, um, I could obviously go on. I've kind of been talking about my relationship a lot in my vlogs. You know, when you're in just the stage, like you're in the, the violently in love honeymoon stage in the beginning of a relationship. Oh, it's just the best. Like I'm, I am fully in that right now and, um, it feels so good. So I'm, I just am so fucking grateful um, for time with him. Literally like every freaking hour I get to spend with him. I'm like, this is such a gift. I haven't felt this way in a really long time and just being so happy with somebody and, um, it feels fucking amazing. So I'm so fucking grateful as I keep saying. (laughs) Okay. And my last bop of the week is just that I'm so excited about 
the gifts that I'm giving this year for Christmas. I can't wait for everybody to open their gifts. And I just feel like I tried this year to really make people feel special. And I'm so excited for like my parents to open their gifts and my friends, my sister. And going off of that, I'm really excited to be able to go fly home and see my family for Christmas this year. And I know that a lot of people are not having their normal Christmases this year. And mine's not exactly going to be the same as it always is, but really the only thing that's going to be missing is my sister not coming. Other than that, I do get to have a Christmas at home with my parents and one of my friends is going to come over this year and we're going to give her gifts. And I'm just so excited, you guys. And that'll just be, of course, the cute little vlogmas finale this year. So get excited for that. I'm going home on the 22nd. So whenever you guys hear this, I guess it'll be um, a little over a week before I go home. So I hope you guys are excited about Vlogmas continuing in Georgia. All right, guys, now it's time to go ahead and get into the main part of this episode. And I wanted to share, like I said, just kind of going over some things that happened in 2020 and what that has taught me and lessons I've learned this year. This podcast this year has been such an incredible way for me to speak about things that I'm feeling. And it really just does feel like this super personal outlet. I mean, you guys hear about things on here before YouTube hears about them most of the time and things that I don't even share on like, you know, Instagram and place things I don't really share other places. And I hope that you guys have gotten something out of this podcast this year. I hope that you have enjoyed how open I've tried to be. So many blessings have come into my life this year that I don't even, sometimes I just don't even feel like, I'm not just saying this to say it. It's like, what did I do to deserve all of this? Because so many people have shit so fucking hard right now. And I've really been so fucking blessed this year. And of course, like certain years are harder than others. I had a pretty if I look back comparing 2019 to 2020, I mean, the difference is night and day. Um, of course, a lot of great things happened in 2019, but overall, just mental health, how I was actually doing, um, a lot worse than this year. And so I'm really, really grateful for that. And honestly, like I'll talk about this as I get into the things that I've learned this year, but I mean, me, you know, making certain decisions that may have been really, really fucking hard and felt next to impossible at the time. I mean, making those decisions last year, that is what was able to lead me to a different, I'm not gonna say a different life, but my life really is so different than it was last year. And, you know, that is because I chose to put myself first, that is absolutely the number one thing that has made this year be so new, so exciting, meet complete new people and just have so many adventures and experiences. And now I can see how that decision manifested in such incredible ways for me and opened so many new doors. So let's get into 20 things I learned in 2020. Number one, dating apps are just as draining as they were in 2016. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, you guys know, I've talked about this a lot this year on the podcast. I have a whole episode on dating apps. And also in a recent episode, I talked about dating app tips that I have because I do think that there are good things about them. But overall, (laughs) this is something I relearned this year after not having been on them for like three years. Dating apps are just, just as draining as they always have been. Number two, everyone you connect romantically with doesn't need to want to pursue you. That's something that is hard for me to accept, but you look back and you're like, why did I even want that person to want to be with me when I look back and I'm like, they were a fucking fuck. Like they just did not, they didn't even deserve to be with me. Okay. (laughs) So that's something that is always really good to remind yourself. You guys, when you're dating everyone you connect with, just because you guys do connect, it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to want to date you, commit to you, pursue you. Right. And it's hard to realize that, but sometimes we are just not somebody else's perfect little cup of tea. Okay. Number three, It's okay to admit to yourself your faults and mistakes and feel shame. It's also okay to forgive yourself. So this has been a real one for me this year. I think that it's really easy to play the blame game and think about situations and connections and always be like, well, the other person did this, they did this, they did this. I can never forgive them. I can never trust them again. I can never let them back into my life. You know, obviously it depends on the situation, but it is actually harder, <laughs> at least for someone like me, to admit to yourself the really fucked up things that you never want to do again. The person that you never want to be again. And just kind of like accepting that stuff. Like I said, it's just so easy to want to blame another person. And um, it takes a lot to really be so open and honest with yourself that you can be like, okay, those were things that I did that probably really hurt somebody or maybe that I don't even realize they were that big of a deal. So it's always just good to acknowledge that stuff. Okay, number four. People you thought you knew will shock you. And so this episode is sponsored by Magic Spoon. And if you guys remember being a kid, I don't know if it was just me, but I would eat cereal every day of my life. It was like before school, my after school snack. And it was just like one of the best parts about childhood. But, you know, as I've gotten older, I don't really eat cereal at all anymore because it's like very sugary and a lot of my favorite cereals are junky. So that's where Magic Spoon comes in and says, hi, here I am. So Magic Spoon is your favorite cereal that comes in incredible flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. It has zero grams sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. So they've basically done your amazing tasting cereal right. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. So my favorite flavor is the cocoa because it reminds me of a very similar breakfast cereal that I used to have be my total 
favorite when I was a kid. So that is my absolute favorite. You guys have to try it. So you can go to magicspoon.com slash unfiltered to grab a variety pack, try all the different flavors, and be sure to use our promo code unfiltered at checkout to get free shipping. Magic Spoon is also so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it, if you just don't like it for any reason, they will fully refund your money, no questions asked. So that's magicspoon.com slash unfiltered and use the code unfiltered for free shipping. Shout out to Magic Spoon for being one of my sponsors. And disappoint you. People you thought think you knew, sometimes you realize you don't really know them as well as you thought you did. Or I just can't believe that this person would stoop to this level, that this person is this type of a person. And yeah, it will fucking hurt. Number five, your two favorite musicians will not be your two favorite musicians by the end of this year. So this is one that I've talked about on the podcast. I made a whole episode back in July. I think it was called Calling Out Abusers and Manipulators. I'm pretty sure. And yeah, it was about how this year a lot of people got called out as they should have. A lot of people were exposed for their true things that they had done that had never really been that much out there before. And I'm so grateful for all the people that speak up about injustice as well as abuse as well as everything. I mean, this year of course we saw the biggest rise. I mean, I believe that there ever has been in the Black Lives Matter movement and that was such a powerful powerful part of 2020 and something that we just fucking needed so much to come up this year, I feel like, and have people really fucking rise in a way that I don't feel like that many people have ever risen together before. Yeah, my two favorite musicians, the man that I've gone seven years in a row on New Year's Eve, seven New Year's Eves in a row to see his concert, to see him perform. I'll probably uh, never attend a Bass Nectar show again as he left us this year after being outed as an abuser and a manipulator of women um, as well as other artists in the scene. And of course, that exact same week, Nako Bear, who I have a tattoo forever on my body of one of his lyrics, him and his band, Nako and Medicine for the People, were one of my favorite bands of all time, just the most beautiful message, the most beautiful lyrics. And um, he was also outed as being huge asshole as well as an abuser this year. So um, yeah, that happened all the same week in July. And there was other people, there was other men um, that were outed this year for abuse, Shia LaBeouf recently. And it's so disgusting and it's so disappointing. The only really positive I can think of from those types of situations is knowing the truth and after being, you know, after it being hidden for so long. And I know that there's so many people out there, a lot of people that we may look up to, celebrities or influencers or whoever it is. And it's really hard to accept that you actually don't know these people. You know what they share, you know what they choose to put out there and what they don't choose to put out there. We never know. And so it's kind of crazy. I don't know when you start like going on a spiral about that, which is something that's been a really something I've been thinking about a lot this year. 
Um, just thinking that you know the type of person that someone is and because of the things that they have done and the way their music has impacted your life amongst other things doesn't have to be a musician and it's just so insane I mean if you had fucking told me that the man that I've seen 35 plus live shows was just going to leave the face of the earth was an abuser and a manipulator and was just going to leave behind everything. I, obviously, you guys can tell I'm still working through the fucking bass nectar stuff. Um, it's extremely disappointing. It is beyond heartbreaking. And um, I can't even, of course, speak for the pain that any victims of any of these types of situations have ever felt because I have not been a victim to that kind of abuse. What I was going to say, I think, I guess, was that one of the positives about any of these situations is that the information is out there now and we know the truth now about the types of people that a lot of men in power, just men in power, they really take it a lot of times to every aspect of their life and the power that they can have over women and others. It is so beyond disappointing when I think about that those situations amongst other situations happened this year and they didn't just happen this year they had been happening for years and I am grateful to know the truth now and be able to make a decision of saying I believe women I stand with women I support women I'm not going to support a man or anyone for that matter that is an abuser and a manipulator etc etc or just a fucking piece of shit person I don't want to support you either if you fucking suck and you treat people badly r.i.p to the um seven and a half years of my life that were dedicated to the base nectar community Uh, i know a lot of you guys probably feel me that we're also fans but let's move on (laughs) that was uh quite a rant okay number six is hold on to the friendships that spark effortlessly and feel good treasure them and make time for them often I think that one goes without explanation. Number seven, tell someone you're thinking about them when you think about them or that you love them when you feel it. Unspoken feelings will never lead to anything positive. And that's really how I feel, you guys. <laughs> There's no point in holding stuff back. And it's a lot, it's scary. It's scary to be vulnerable and talk about how you feel. And maybe you want to wait till you're completely sure, right? Or the other person is sure. But if you're thinking about someone, if you miss someone, freaking text them, freaking call them and say, hey, I miss you. I was just thinking of you. Guys, compliments are underrated. And I feel like we need more compliments in years like 2020. Compliment strangers, you guys. If you like someone's outfit, if you like someone's hair, if you like someone's vibe and energy that they are giving off, tell them like at what point would somebody be like, wait, what? Um, thanks. And I could be better about that too, honestly, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, unspoken feelings, that's really never going to lead you where you want to be. Even if it's hard to talk about how you feel. Number eight thing that I've learned this year You will be so fulfilled in your social connections that you stop everything and just cry thinking about it because you craved it for so long. I've had multiple, multiple moments this year that I have thought about the people that have come into my life this year, the connections that the new connections that I have made this year. And I, 
I had one the other day. Oh my God. I think yesterday or the day before I just started bawling, crying. I was like listening to the Lumineers petting Squirtle and I just started fucking bawling, crying. (laughs) I've had a lot of those moments in the past few months because it feels so good to let that out and express gratitude and feel happy tears. If you had told me, like I said, a fucking year ago that I was going to feel that way about my friendships, I had like one friend here a year ago. Legitimately, I had one friend and they moved away. They didn't even live here. (laughs) Like I literally didn't hang out with anyone. And a year later, I have been absolutely just blown out of my mind by how good it feels to have people. Even you guys, even if you can't, you know, even if it is hard to find people in your area, having internet friends, having distant friends, like, and making time for them. Like I FaceTimed with my friend that lives in Ohio for three hours the other night. Um, I talk all the time to my sister. She lives, you know, seven hours away in Oregon. I talk all the time on the phone to my mom. I talk to my friend Layla all the freaking time. We FaceTime, we talk on the phone for hours and it's like, guys, make time for those people that are special to you because even if they're not right there, like make time for them because real true friendships. That is just such, such a gift. Number nine is not one thing in this world is guaranteed, not even time. Every moment is fleeting. (laughs) That's probably the biggest thing I think that COVID times have made me reflect on and lesson I've learned is that nothing is guaranteed. Like we, you know, we thought we were going to be able to go to concerts and group gatherings and festivals and whatever it is, live shows of any sort, any type of a thing, anything with a fucking crowd. And, um, you know, you just never think that your favorite artist isn't going to be able to go on tour anymore. You never think that you're not going to be able to just, I mean, sorry, I'm using live music as an example, because that's probably the biggest group gathering that I've missed the most, but of course there is other ones, you know, sporting events are not the same and different things like that. And of course there's so much more than that too, like not being able to see certain people. And especially at the beginning of COVID when it was all that time period where there was so much fear. So I think just reminding ourselves that nothing is guaranteed, you know, not even time. So enjoy every fucking moment with your, your pet, (laughs) your people in your life, your friends, your family, anyone, anyone like time and enjoying every moment too. And that actually leads me into the next lesson, which is allowing yourself to be present in every moment instead of always planning for the next moment (laughs) is so much better. This is something that's really hard for me because I'm always thinking about what's next. Like, oh, after my podcast, I'm going to, what am I going to eat for dinner? (laughs) What am I going to do after this? What am I going to do tomorrow? And that's normal, of course, like plan your days and plan your weeks, right? But when you are actually in a space where you're doing something fun, like, I don't know, you're with friends or you're just enjoying yourself, like let yourself Feel that and really try to enjoy the present moment. Time just goes by so fast. So trying to kind of just focus on being in the moment and being present. I know this is a really hard one. Like I said, for me, it's so easy to just your mind to travel or just to think about the next thing that you're doing and just kind of going at your going through your day, like one thing to the next thing. And I think a lot of us do this. Just allowing yourself to be present. It feels so fucking good. All right, number 11 is say goodbye to someone or something if it doesn't make you feel good. 
even if it's harder than staying. And this is one, you guys, that I will tell you, I've known, everyone knows this. Everyone knows you need to leave something that is not good for you, whether it's a person, you know, a relationship, a friendship, or um, something that you're doing, you know, maybe a a toxic habit that you have or something, right? Everybody knows, (laughs) okay, stop doing it if it's not good for you and if it doesn't put you in a good headspace and et cetera, et cetera. But this one is just so fucking hard because we stay in things. We stay in relationships. We stay in friendships. We stay in things. And I've done it. Oh, I fucking did it for years. And it's hard when there's history and time spent. I think that we always have to realize though, that we were without this thing or this person or this, whatever it is, we were without it at some point. And we were probably just fine. We were living just fine. And it does take a lot of time for your brain to rewire and readjust to not having something, whether it's, I don't know, maybe an addiction that you're trying to overcome or some sort of a relationship that is, you know, that it's not for you and you need to leave, but actually saying goodbye and closing that door. It's the hardest thing in the world, but I think it is a lesson that we need to remind ourselves how strong we actually are and how okay we actually probably will be if we do decide to put ourselves first. Number 12, nobody actually ever feels like they have it all together and all figured out, and you don't reach an age where you feel like a real adult. Everyone's just doing their best. (laughs) Now, I know I worded that a little bit, maybe weirdly, but guys, this is something that I fucking realized this year, okay? Like, I'm 26, and I started thinking, like, I still don't feel like I'm a real adult. There's just so much dumb shit that I do and a lot of, like, silly little things. I just feel like when I was growing up, thinking that I was going to, some someday I was just, I guess, going to reach a certain point where I'm like, well, I'm a full adult now. I'm a full grown adult. I'm a real professional, mature adult. I just don't think it's ever like one day you just wake up and you start feeling like that. Like, oh, my life is so serious. I'm such a full serious adult. I think that nobody really feels like they have it together. And I think most people would agree with that. So don't feel like, oh my gosh, I need to just have all my shit together, have everything just going for me because everybody just is really just doing what they can, doing their best. And nobody has it all figured out. Okay, guys, literally nobody. Number 13 is you will fall in love again and it will be completely unexpected and so beautiful. I know that's a cheesy one, but if I had known that going into 2020, well, honestly, I'm glad I didn't know that because I would have been looking everywhere. Like, am I going to fall in love with you? Am I going to fall in love with you? And just it being, I mean, everyone always says that, right? Like, oh, it was so unexpected. Just it was when I was not looking and I'm just going to say, you guys, yup, it was probably a few weeks after I deleted dating apps. I was like, I'm done. Not like I'm done. Just like I'm taking a fucking little break from this. Like, I'm just going to do me, whatever. Let's just whatever happens, happens. Bam. That's when you fucking meet someone. It's so true. And I think knowing too, if you're in a place where you've maybe recently gone through a breakup or maybe you are in a relationship that you know you probably need to leave and you're kind of struggling with, oh, but this connection, like, will I ever find something 
like this connection again. I know that feeling. That's so many people's fear and everyone feels like that. But I think that just reminding yourself, like you have so much love to give and you have so much to offer and you don't have to be in love with someone all the time to be validated and you will fall in love again. You will feel those ways again and it will absolutely be the most incredible thing. So don't, don't worry about that. Don't let that hold you back. I know of course it's easier said than done, but if I could just go to myself and say that, I would just be like, Lindsay, you are going to have this intense, amazing, insane love again. It's going to be different love. It's going to be a different whole relationship, but it is absolutely going to make you just feel like, what the fuck was I doing for so long? (laughs) I think I just made a lot of mistakes in my past relationship. And I mean, it was my first real long-term relationship. My first relationship that was longer than like five, six months. And I made a lot of fucking mistakes. And I think Like I said, a lot of times I wanted to go back and blame everything on the other person because I was hurt. And that's what you do when you're hurt. You're like, the hurt talks and the hurt and the things that you don't forget the way somebody made you feel, right? You never forget the way somebody made you feel. All right, next one, number 14 is escaping whenever you feel lost won't make you somehow feel less lost. So that's something that I used to do a lot whenever I was in a hard place, whenever I was in my quarter life crisis for two years, (laughs) Um, 2016, 2017, I would leave, I would travel, I was never in my house, I would just leave wherever I lived for very long periods of time, escape, 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 go do this, go do that, avoid my responsibilities and you can only do that for so long. You know, people escape in all types of ways. People escape by partying, drinking, whatever it is. People escape by avoiding the things that they want to be doing, but just, you know, are like, meh, it's hard, right? We all escape in our own ways. We all have our own things that we do and habits and vices. And that was one of mine. That was my big ones. I would just travel. I would just leave town for weeks on end whenever I was feeling lost and uninspired. And I don't know, maybe in some ways it helped, but also I don't think that it makes you feel really less lost. It's okay to feel this way. People feel lost, uninspired all all the time. I felt that way a lot this year. And um, it's okay to feel like that. And you will have high days and low days and it's okay. Number 15, don't stay in a toxic cycle just because it's familiar. So we kind of talked about this one a few tips ago, but I really just like the way that that is worded. If you can identify something as toxic for you, and I started to do this at the end of my relationship, my last relationship, I knew, I fucking knew. And I just ignored it. I just swept it under whatever the fucking rug. I was just like, well, yeah, but there's also a lot of good here. Okay, Lindsay, but if you're in a complete toxic cycle and you know it and you identify it as toxic, it can be hard to do that. I think for a really long time, I like didn't want to throw that word around, but I think that especially as time has passed, if any of you guys have been in a toxic relationship or any sort of a toxic cycle, maybe a toxic friendship, whatever it is, um, you can go back and you can really, it takes some time, but you can go back and be like, no, that definitely was fucking toxic for me. So I think that, yeah, it can be hard to label it as that, but we stay in these things because it's familiar and because it's hard to be like, how am I going to, 
restructure my life without this person. It's very fucking hard. We talked about this earlier, but okay. That's number 15. Okay. Next one. This is some tea for you guys. Are you ready? Maybe you're not too much. Maybe they're just not enough. Boom. Mic drop. (laughs) Number 17. Set boundaries as early on as you can in any relationship. And are you ready for this part? Stick to them. I think that boundaries are something that a lot of people don't do. A lot of people don't really want to be like, oh, I have to set this boundary. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm whatever, burdening the other person or something. And I think that it's very important to at least to, you don't always have to have boundaries in every relationship, right? Like most of my relationships, there's, we can talk about anything. Like there are, maybe there's little tiny boundaries, right? But like there's specific topics or triggers or relationships, specific ones that you do realize when you need to set a boundary. Okay. My sister talked about this and I think her most recent, I believe it was her most recent podcast episode. If you want to hear more about, if you want to really know how to like set up some boundaries and what boundaries look like and sound like, go ahead and listen to that. Souls at Sundown with Megan Hughes, the most recent episode. My thing you guys is with boundaries you know when you need to set them. (laughs) You know, you're like, oh, I want to like write some shit down. Like I want to convey this to the other person that this is not okay for me, Um, whatever it is. But actually sticking to them, you guys, that's the most important part, okay? So if somebody is, what's the word? If somebody is not respecting one of your boundaries, you have to tell them, you have to be like, hey, listen, that's something that we've set up. We've been over this boundary and it's really not okay with me to have you talk about that, to have you do that to me, whatever it is. So I think that just really being like strong with, um, really implementing your boundaries that you do set up and sticking to them because then like there can be respect. If you stick to them and you stick to them over time, over time, like then it just becomes something that the other person knows and you know, and it's this like unspoken thing that just is like a boundary, right? Okay. And you don't have to like talk about it all the time. Don't ever feel like a burden. Don't ever feel bad setting boundaries with people because I think most people can really respect something like, Hey, I'm not comfortable with talking about that. Okay, number 18. We're getting up there, you guys. It's okay to not feel okay and to just sit with that. So, I mean, yeah, we all know this one, you guys, but in a year like this year, I think we can all come together and be like, it's okay to feel like fucking shit. It's okay to feel fucking sad, fucking pissed off about the world, about what it has been going on this year amongst, you know, other years. But like, it's okay to feel fucking pissed off. It's okay to feel really sad. It's okay to feel really defeated and unmotivated and pissed off about things that are beyond our control and things that are in control. It's just okay to not feel your best. And it's okay to not feel your best for long periods of time. It's almost like we're all bonded in this like shit storm of the time that we're in right now. But, um, I got high hopes, you guys, not necessarily only for like next year, but I mean, personally, I'm very excited for our new era of politics and what that will hopefully you know, nothing's guaranteed, but well, that will hopefully bring to at least the, um, what's the word? The, the energy, the feeling of 
being in the United States right now. I don't know. I feel like I worded that weird, but anyway, I'm excited for a lot of things. Not only like, of course, we don't just enter a new year and everything is okay, right? But just some time and just being patient and knowing that at some point we're going to get back to (laughs) hopefully our pre-COVID world and um, know that we made it through this shit together, even if there were so many days where we were not okay. And that's okay. And that's lesson number 18. Okay, next one. This is a real, real personal one for me. And it is, you don't need to always have a crush or a love interest to feel validated and fulfilled. This shit is hard because I read this and I'm like, no, but I do. No, but I fucking do. Because that is one of my things that I do I when I'm feeling not even just lonely. I just feel like I am one of those people that I have to have someone to like be excited about or someone that I'm talking to, someone that I'm texting, someone that I'm like flirting with, right? And I don't know, maybe some of us can relate to that, but I feel like that is not the healthiest thing to always feel like you need to have a crush. Like, I don't remember the last time I didn't have a fucking crush on someone. I don't remember the last time I went like a month (laughs) without like having a love interest or a crush on someone. So that's one for me that I'm like, yeah, I'm still struggling with this one, but at least I can read this and try to remind myself, Lindsay, you don't need that. You might, you might think that you need somebody to talk to, to feel validated, but Lindsay, mm -mm. you can fucking do your thing for so long, have nobody that you're even talking to, nobody that's on your mind and be the biggest girl boss bitch ever because you have so much time because you're not committing it to looking for anybody, talking to anybody. So there's a lot of power in that too. And really like straight up, just making time completely for yourself. And number 20, the last, the last one you guys is sometimes the hardest person to forgive is yourself. Now, I did talk about this a little bit in one of the other tips at the beginning, I believe, but just that, that is something that I feel like has resonated so much for me recently, and it is really hard to forgive yourself for things that you don't want to remember, for things that you have done that you never, ever want to do again. We all have our dark sides. We all have, you know, our things that make us so incredible and amazing. And we have things that we're working on. And I almost want to like go to this place where I black things out that I'm not proud of or that I'm embarrassed by and just be like, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. If I tell myself that it didn't happen. Maybe I can believe that. And that is so, if you really think about that, that's so problematic and we all make mistakes. And I think there's so much power in owning up with yourself about, Hey, this did happen and I can, I'm not proud of it. I don't want it to be something that ever happens again. And, um, yeah, so just kind of like working with your inner demons, right? I think that that is, whew, that's one that's hard to go deep, but sometimes we got to go deep to work on ourselves and to really experience true growth and self-improvement. All right, you guys, I finished up and that was about an hour that I've been recording. So um, I know I kind of talked a lot. (laughs) My voice is tired. I talked a lot in this episode, but I hope that you guys enjoyed this. I would love to hear 
from you guys. You can comment on the podcast Instagram. You can send me a DM if it's something personal. I would love to hear from you guys on the top biggest thing that you learned this year and that you got out of this year. I think that that's really important that we're interactive and that we share this stuff with each other. So I'll probably post a photo whenever I post this episode and you guys can comment on it. Something that was the biggest lesson that you learned out of this year. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go. It feels weird that I won't talk to you guys for like a month, but I have taken like a month long break before. So it's going to go by so fast and feel free to listen to any old episodes. If you're missing your Monday unfiltered, you can listen to any of the episodes that you may have missed this year or passed by or something like that. There's a lot of good ones and I'm so grateful for you guys. Thank you so much for listening to our season one and I will see you guys so soon in January back for season two, baby. Oh, I cannot freaking wait. I will see you guys then have an incredible holiday season, Christmas, New Year's, everything. I love you guys. I will talk to you in 2021. 